0: Hey, hey, this is Coach A, and welcome to the September 3rd edition. Today, I want to talk about failure, how hitting bottom can be your launchpad for success. Think about the word change. It's an intimidating concept, often prompted by its partner in crime, failure. We've all experienced the stinging slap of failure, that harsh call from the universe, implying that change isn't desired, but needed. Yet, there's always a silver lining. Through these punctuated instances of failure, we reinvent ourselves. We embrace change, as an ally rather than an adversary as cliche as it is failures are the stepping stones for our future successes and today i want you to introspect on that by sharing a personal story of mine so let's embark on this transformative journey together The very word failure can be daunting, often seen as an end rather than a beginning. So let's see it differently. What if failure is the catalyst for change, the spark to ignite your evolution? Having the courage to fail is not an end, but rather a shifting point that prompts a powerful metamorphosis. It's an invitation to grow, to reshape and to take decisive action. If you look at various points in your life, you will find key decisions that you took that changed your life for the better. All load Often, or rather, preceded by a failure. And self reflection and personal change were pointed to you by that failure. After a period of uh, maybe self flagellation, you took action. Point is, many of your brightest successes are connected to your biggest failures. By embracing failure, you redefine your path. You allow yourself to acknowledge your flaws, rewrite your narratives and rise stronger. Seen through such a lens, failure becomes your greatest life teacher. It is your guide towards an invigorating journey of self-reinvention tangible change and boundless personal victories. So, brace for impact and welcome the slap of failure. It may very well be the wake-up call you need for your grandest evolution. Like most of you, I hated to fail. And as a kid, I was that annoying combination of you know, played sports well, got good marks without studying, and was cocky and arrogant. If not if not for failures, I would be insufferable today. And I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today. Without evolution, you cannot survive. Without introspection, you cannot change. And while rock bottom is not necessary, some form of bottom is an important catalyst for change. And as a founder and leader in my organization, I've needed to repeat these lessons to myself. Because... It seems more difficult to embrace failure when you have more people's lives entwined in yours. At the Quad, we've set out to build a successful fitness coaching company that stays true to our core values. But as one of our friends and early adopters pointed out, the brashness and courage that led us to start and innovate is often lost, especially when you're successful. So this is a lesson I need constant reminders for. So, I thought I would share a personal story of mine. It starts with going to college. In um, 11th and 12th, I, I lost interest in Studying, honestly, I I was never interested in studying. I I like going to exams because you know it was it was how I framed the game. But you know, there's a inevitable point where the same game gets boring, and so that was my eleventh and twelfth. I was like, "Sheesh, more of the same." So I didn't really do well in my boards. Instead uh, sort of Facing my failure and dealing with the consequences, I bucked the crap out of my parents and uh, plugged in a cheat code. They paid uh, more money than they could afford to get me into a supposed premier engineering college. By um, sidestepping my failure, I lost a valuable opportunity. Fate or the universe, however, was on point. I hated college. I really tried hard to like it. It was the same fucking shit all over again. Abysmal to average teachers, just textbooks and regurgitating stuff and not really learning anything. At least it wasn't my flavor. It was awful. I went into a deeper hole and acted out for a few years without realizing I was acting out our why? The guilt of not doing well in my boards, the guilt of forcing my dad to pay for my college, and the guilt of hating college. Uh, yeah, it was awful. So this failure made me do a couple of things. One, when I finished uh, college, I took my dad's advice when he offered it next. I took a job writing code. A level of code that I had never written. I learned how little I knew. It was uh, truly humbling. The first few months, well... I came to terms with how little I knew, and then slowly I pushed my coding skills upwards. By the end of one year, I was competent enough to know what was required to write good code. I wasn't writing good code yet. I mean, those kind of things take years, if not decades. But the second thing was, I also realized something at the end of one year. I was not happy writing code. I wanted to understand why one was building or designing certain products. Why did that product need to exist? And how do users experience those products? Back in 2004, this was a big question to ask, and not many people had the answers to it. But I knew deep down that I needed to understand this. So I quit my job and went to grad school for interaction design. I was fully funded. And it remains one of the best decisions I've made in my life. I wouldn't be here today if not for that decision that means the failures that led to it are important. As much as I would have liked not to have the sucky parts, the sucky parts were the catalyst for a life-changing experience. This entire episode, questioning the why behind a product, having the guts to quit a job, I was getting very decent at. Finding a graduate program on a hunch and getting a scholarship to study. Huge success built on the back of my failure. Now, over the years, I learned a lot more lessons from this episode. For example, it's not necessary to conform. It's not required to buy into the games people say you must play and all that. I'll I'll, I'll save those for later. I want to use a quote by Henry Ford failure is simply the opportunity to begin again this time more intelligently End quote failure is not the problem it is the catalyst the question is how are you going to respond to failure can you view it as a launchpad for new ideas and approaches Just musing on my own story, I can see that I need to create systems to experiment and fail better, faster, build a learning culture for myself and for the people I work with. Creating a culture that encourages learning from failure is an essential leadership task. How does one do that? Well, off the top of my head, well, promoting open discussions about failures and then conducting thorough analysis of failures and also proactively seeking opportunities to experiment. But most of all, allowing people to fail. Because from enhancing self-awareness to building character, These lessons enable all of us to redefine our strategies and discover better ways of achieving goals. So an important part is to accept failure and to learn self-compassion. Because to learn from failure, you must first learn to accept it. This involves giving oneself permission to feel uncomfortable emotions associated with failure and then practicing self-compassion and adopting a growth mindset. By accepting failure, you open the door to personal and professional growth. Because failure has a transformative power. It's a crucial part of leadership and life. It provides invaluable lessons that can drive personal growth and organizational success. By embracing failure, you can foster a culture of learning and innovation that ultimately drives success. The key is to view failure not as a stumbling block, but as a stepping stone. And just because it's a freaking cliche does not make it any less true or relevant. And that's it for today. This is Coach A signing off. You have a good weekend. Bye.